I talked with the founders of Lookout for America Coronavirus Response System, brother and sister Bo and Hope Newberry. He's a sophomore at Tufts and she's a senior at Yale. The school year cut short for them both due to the coronavirus outbreak. So now they're both home in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Their venture, a system of giving a visual signal about your well-being with one of three colors displayed in a window or on your door, is still pretty new at this point, but the siblings are already thinking beyond ways to simply help neighbors and thinking ahead to ways it can help protect first responders, cut down on contact, and help contain the kind of outbreak we've seen play out on cruise ships in recent weeks, and so on in other settings. We'll hear from Bowen Hope Newberry on the other side of this. The world according to Goose. You guys ready? Relax while Amy takes you on a roller coaster ride of emotions and common sense. You know, change is the only certainty in radio. It's her take on everyday sh- things that tend to happen to normal people like you. It is okay not to succumb to the marketing ploys that are out to make us all feel like we're not good enough as we are. Take a look at the world from Amy's point of view. Just because the radio station's plans have changed doesn't mean that my plans have changed. The world according to Guth. So tell me about the idea that you're that you have that and what you're doing and how the idea came about. The first week, pretty much, that we were at home, the news was starting to get a little bit busier and a little bit scarier with what was going on. And I mean, that was when only maybe like 50 people in America had the virus. But at the same time, people around here, around home, were getting nervous about supplies and about their health. And we had some of our older neighbors calling us asking if we would help them get items when we were going to the store because everyone was sort of not as familiar with the actual virus and its properties. I mean, at that time, we didn't even know really that it was airborne. Um, Maybe some some of the scientists working on it did, but I mean, it was not in popular news, but pretty much we realized that people needed help getting things, especially older folks who lived in our community. And we didn't want to put them at risk. Right. So the, the idea is really simply a concept to help guide the angel groups that started appearing throughout the country. So not just in Chattanooga, but people who were getting their teams together or churches and trying to help the neighborhood um, in some ways. And pretty much what it is is called Lookout for America. And it's a, a three-color system that signals to your neighbors pretty much if you're good, which is green, if you need something, which is yellow, and then red, signaling your high-risk household, meaning you're elderly or you are sick in some way, or you have young children, but pretty much use caution around our house. And pretty much what the color system offered and is still offering is like a, a safe way to communicate. I mean, as we've learned so much more about the strength of this virus, um, it's become more apparent that we need to stay away from each other as much as possible. And yeah, so that's pretty much what this idea gives. It's a way to help each other without directly having face yeah, interface with each other. And so the idea is that people would obtain, you know, construction paper or poster board or something as a signal to their neighbors through the windows. Yes, and it can really be any object. I mean, we didn't have a green piece of paper or anything, but we had a, a green baseball cap and that was helping us. And then one of our neighbors, they had like a, a green scarf tied on their on their doorknob. But pretty much like the ultimate premises, and I think, Bo, you know more about this too, because this is what you were telling me about the ideas about like the fear. Yeah, we really, if an elderly person it runs out of something that they really need, we don't want them to be scared, knowing they have to put themselves at risk if they went into town to get it. And this system is no contact at all. And it's completely voluntary. 
So if you notice that your neighbor has a, a yellow T-shirt on the door and a note saying, please, if you have any like ibuprofen or anything that you could spare some, just like if you could bring it and leave it at our doorstep, we'd be very thankful. And it's just a way to keep tabs on everyone in a, in a way. Take care of each other. Yeah, and to like, have a sense of community, even though everyone's really nervous. And what was unique about this idea is that it can be used in more of a rural or suburban community, whether you're putting something on your mailbox or doorknob um, or front door, or it can be used in an apartment building if you, say, tie a ribbon around the doorknob. Like, if you put a red ribbon around your doorknob, you're really wanting people to stay away. And yeah, it's a very simple concept that we hope different communities were adapting in different ways. And really just like a tool. I noticed that in your Facebook group for this called Look Out for America Coronavirus Response System, you mentioned some ways that people can help and you specifically call on news organizations that have a print edition to create some color pages to help people have options of things to display. Yeah, this was really the first time that newspapers, instead of reporting the news, they would be the news. And so they could help promote the system with providing people. And I'm I'm assuming the readers of newspapers, maybe older, like and older groups of people. We noticed that a lot of people on Facebook are younger and we have, I mean, it spans really a lot of generations, but still newspapers are what everyone for the most part has some level of access to. And also knowing that even though our school newspaper, which I work at, we stopped printing for the first time pretty much in a century, paused the actual printing that most print newspapers are continuing to work remotely and print the papers and get them out to a lot of folks who may not have internet or may not use the internet, may not know how to. And so it really provides a way to or uniformly get out get out the word in a way that could reach a lot of people in an efficient way and provide them with the tools, which would be the colors. Pretty much where you're going from that thought. You originally launched, let's see, not even a month ago, it sounds like. Yes, we did. We we spoke to a number of news stations and radio channels here in Chattanooga and pretty much as like a plea to help us get off the word because, I mean, we don't have the voice, but they do. And so, yeah, that's pretty much where we started is here in town. And again, we're not working as a, like an organization, but we were just hoping to design a tool that could be used by anyone, whether it's a neighbor, a street, a certain community that yeah. wanted to do it. And maybe communities want to use different colors and have different meanings. And that's, that's up for them to decide. And what has reaction been like so far? I mean, I think it's been pretty good. And I think it's more and more different ideas are coming into the light. I don't know if you've seen like the, the bear hunt concept where it's like spread in 20 to 25 different states now where, yeah, where you, t- you put a teddy bear or other animals in the window or like on your front porch and kids around the neighborhood that are going on walks can go on a bear hunt and like see these little animals. And there have also been communities around here as like a sign of community. They're putting up a hide in the window. And so the concept is definitely, there's definitely just potential there for it to grow because people are already doing this and people people are all at home and i've never seen so many people walking outside that we have lately because everyone's at home and has and needs to get outside and get to get rid of some energy but they also want to help each other if they can while they're scared of like helping and maybe getting sick themselves so we're hoping that this would be a safe way to do that what has been most surprising so far in this process of doing this and and spreading this idea I'd say the first thing was how fast the group grew on Facebook when we first created it. I think in a matter of hours, there were already 500 people, and then by morning, it doubled, and now it's tripled. And what's interesting with that is that even though the Facebook group is not particularly massive, is that there are people from all over the country and apparently the globe. Because last night we had one of our group members share with us a post of a lady in Nova Scotia who had used the system with their elderly neighbor. And it got 100 
hundred and something thousand likes, and then it got over six hundred thousand shares. <laughs> That's six hundred and three thousand shares. This system working with their neighbor. I mean, I wondered if it had gotten more popular in other places. And like seeing that, being able to help even just one person was so exciting for us both. And then seeing that it had been shared over six hundred thousand times was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. And because like all that means is that more people are going to be able to feel safe at home and feel connected to their community. Not feel alone, especially if it's an elderly person who doesn't have contacts or people that they can call. This is a way they can communicate with their neighbors. Yeah. I mean, you can't predict what damage the virus is going to do as we like to see 100 to 200,000 potential deaths, but we don't want any of those deaths to be by accident or by something that one of us could have helped with or, prevent, or prevented. It shouldn't be something silly. That's the last thing that should be happening right now. And something else that's really good, the system. I know right now the, the 911 emergency phone lines are very crowded. And I'm assuming, what do you think a lot of people might be calling if they really need something for help? They are, and our officers and policemen are not able to go on all the calls. And as I'm sure you've seen, even in New York City, they have like 900 firefighters out of commission and then two to 300 police officers, I believe, who are unable to work because they've been exposed. And that's something that we should be helping one another with because that's something that they're not capable of, of handling correctly right now, given the circumstances. And I mean, there are a lot of bigger problems that they need to be. This could really help take care of that. I'm so interested in the yellow in particular of, of saying, hey, I need, I'm out of toilet paper. Like that could be a lot of things. I think that part is really interesting because that really encourages sharing. That really encourages people to look out for neighbors and look out for each other. And I think that oh, the Definitely. whole the whole system is so interesting. But the yellow in particular really asks people to step up in a very special way, I think. Well, thank you. And yeah, ultimately, we just hope that even if it's a few people, that it makes... If it can make a difference for just a handful of yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. That would be amazing. It's worth it because, I mean, there is a certain level of risk. People may say, oh, you may have coughed on the box or something or be transferring something, but that's a level of risk that the person on the other side partaking will know. And, and they can spray down like a box of crackers with Lysol or something like that. Like there are definitely precautions to take. No system will be flawless, but this is something that precautions can be taken to carefully and cautiously handle I mean what you're doing it's just completely voluntary yeah. and you you know what you're partaking in and honestly it's so safe I think in the sense that if you combine like a red and like a yellow item um, with your note saying we need like milk and bread or something like that then you know like, the helper can be extra careful yeah be extra careful and like the person on the other side obviously knows I need to take extra precautions when I'm handling the item for my own sake or my home my family's sake this goes into the next month it may become increasingly useful and I really think that it can make a difference in say in an apartment building where people are a lot closer and in cities more generally where you're living so much closer to everyone the same air is being filtered and you actually yeah. have laws against going outside right now so so what is next? There's a lot of uncertainty right now. We, we don't know what we don't know just yet. We kind of have to be comfortable with just the wait and see right now. What's next for you with this? Well, I think it's kind of designed to grow with the time. But initially, I know a lot of people were thinking that it was it should just be a one yellow flag system. But that, that's when we incorporated the green and the red. So people could convey more information to people willing to help them. So I think as time goes on, it's going to become more and more useful. And maybe even maybe law enforcement, if it came down to it, could use the system to learn more about people. I mean, early on when we saw the National Guard deployed in New Rochelle, New York, I mean, it would have been a phenomenal system, I think 
wanting to have there just so that the guard could know, okay, what houses are showing symptoms? They have red markings. Yeah. What house needs something? And, like, they were not allowed to leave their house when that one-mile radius was completely locked down. Who needs help in that? I think that in these different communities, hopefully the media and the town can adopt something hopefully similar to this. And all we can do is network with each other remotely and virtually and try to connect with each other in that way. But, I mean, there are so many opportunities for this to be used, even on, I don't know if you saw the the newer cruise ship that's being docked in Florida. I, can't, I think it's in Fort Lauderdale. Even if on that cruise ship, you marked your door with a red t-shirt, if you were expressing symptoms of any illness, that would make a world of difference for everyone else on that boat because there have been four deaths on that boat and they're not allowed to leave. People are terrified. They don't know who's sick and who's not. And people, again, are stuck in their rooms just like they were on the coast of California. And hopefully this will be used in cities more and more. We saw how New York, Connecticut, Massachusetts were nearly locked down. This is something that could really help them. And again, there's no direct way for us to like implement the system in those communities, except hope that maybe the word spreads. And, and the newspapers grab hold of it. And the radio stations grab hold of yeah, it. Yeah, the radios and the news stations care about it. Because we've seen the bear and the bears especially have such great success. And imagine if we were doing that for these scarier places that are in probably a much further stage than other communities are. I think that maybe that's the way that we could blow the progression. Because it's very, the projections are very scary. And we don't need to be as reactionary um, if we can prevent it. And so in our belief, uh, taking more precaution right now is definitely worth it and this is a way to very simply and easily do that thank you both so much for taking time to talk it through today i really really appreciate you hope and bone newberry don't own the system per se so if it's something that you want to bring to your community you pretty much just have to start but you can find their facebook group called look out for america coronavirus response system and you can find some pretty easy to understand and easy to share graphics that just might help i'm amy guth and you can find me on twitter and instagram and be sure to subscribe to the world according to guth on spotify and stitcher thanks so much for listening and i'll meet you right back here next time